0: get heavy podcast hosted by Craig Casamas and John all
1: right guys uh today we got Brandon Pierce, my buddy he was in ancestors he's in uh buried at seas in death crux he's in uh Glare, he's in a thousand fucking bands. He's an amazing dude from LA. Um, We're really happy to have him. It was good to chat with him. Uh, This week's episode is brought to us by Fatty Vegan, as always. Fatty Vegan. Give him
0: the deets. Fatty fatty Vegan. Uh, I don't know. I just keep saying Fatty Vegan. Fatty Vegan. (laughs) Fatty Vegan. Fatty Vegan. There it is. Uh, I've decided that I want to win best vegan restaurant in Ventura County this Ooh. year with BC reporter fucking a us do people, it I I like I went into I went into like blenders or something like that the other day and I saw all their fucking oh, 20 fucking fuck displays like, we're taking I, it they, they got best smoothie you know what I mean but like
1: yeah. but you guys I, got definitely best milkshakes dude Definitely dude, best like, milkshakes,
0: dude. Dude, I posted those fucking. I posted that fucking milkshake, dude. Fucking people came in and fucking bought it, bought it the fuck out of me. Beautiful, them. man.
1: Beautiful. All right, where's the address? Where can they find it?
0: Three two five South Borchard Drive, Ventura, California. Beautiful. Fucking fuck yeah. To Tomahawk Barber Shop. That's
1: right. Um, Fatty Vegan eight hundred five on all social medias, right? Yeah. Beautiful, yeah. and then uh, also. Um, we're doing a special starting this Wednesday for our Patreon. Anyone that signs up, it's $1 to get started. Uh, monthly, you get bonus episodes. You get early access to this shit. Uh, we, You get access to these tour stories that we're doing with all of our guests. Most of them are musicians. They have incredible fucking stories. They're all going to be Patreon exclusives. But if starting this month all the way through the middle of March, if you guys sign up for the $5 tier, uh, we will send you a mask free of charge. Um, so Get Heavy, uh, so it's patreon.com, that's shipping included, so it's $10 value, then you can just cancel it at the end of the month if you want. But $1 to get started, $5 tier gets you free masks and free merchandise, so go ahead and check that out, patreon.com slash getheavypodcast. You can also purchase the masks at uh, Big Cartel, so it's getheavypodcast.bigcartel.com, get and uh, please enjoy the episode.
0: Yeah, Man, yeah. Well, welcome to
1: the fucking podcast, brother. It's dude, been I'm so long be- since I've seen you, you know? Yeah, I'm stoked to be
2: here, and I've, I've been listening to it. And You guys are fucking really fine in your groove. And There's Shimer.
1: There's Shimer. What's up, bud? <laughs> Good to see you. I don't know if I can hear him. He's on mute. Okay, all okay, right.
0: Who I, am. I was coughing, so I mute myself <laughs> when I'm coughing. Oh, oh man. It's no. fucking great to see you guys, dude. What up, dog? How's it going? Yeah. Yeah, you know? going dude i like that fucking red velvet chair you got i know dude right
2: yeah it's king shit my cat sits in there you know like the prince that he is
1: we got a new kitten
0: yeah there you go looking good thanks man thanks looking good
1: how the fuck are you guys work i'm fine i'm great man we've been busy and running kids you know shimer's shimer's got the restaurant
0: going obviously yeah i heard about that yeah Yeah, i heard about that yeah, it's good, man. It's uh, it's trucking along. It's fucking. We just finished our first month, and it fucking did very well. You were an industrious
2: motherfucker, dude. I'll tell you that much. Like, you yeah. know, uh, all of these promoters and you know curators of music and shit that have adapted through this, like, it's
0: impressive, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's yeah. like I uh, like I went and got like a real job right when pandemic hit. Yeah. Because like I kind of had the option and I was like, fuck, I need to figure something out because I don't, be- I wasn't going to sit around and wait for government assistance and like, all like, it's just not but in I, my, dude, fuck it's me. not in my fucking, you know, my, my, the way I roll. Yeah. So oh yeah. And you know, went yeah. So I got a fucking job and then uh, did that for a while. And fucking this opportunity came up and we somehow pulled it off. Dude, good for you, man. Good for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks. Good for yeah. you. And, and hopefully if shit, you know, goes
2: back and we're able to, you know, get back in shows yeah. and all that other shit, that you'll still, you that's, know, be the dude. I mean, you're kind the, of
0: the That's kind of the plan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just build this little fucking thing while I have the time and then hopefully just create more of them and then still do my regular normal life, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so
2: it, it, any of the projects, man. If if you get off the ground and you're able to start doing it again, we're there for you, man. We would love. Yeah, to. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys got it. You guys got to come out sometime. Oh, dude, I fucking love to, man. Yeah, I'd fucking love to. I, I've been like, you know, pretty marooned here. Yeah, yeah, I feel uh, you. Yeah, pretty. Ma- LA is so fucking dangerous,
1: obviously. Yeah, that, you know everybody. Does it still feel it. like that? It still feels like that. Well,
2: obviously, like. You know they're going down yeah they're going down now that like the narcissist dude bailed and like i'm very far left. uh so hold on
1: he was robbed okay let's establish <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> he was absolutely he actually you guys don't know yet but um, it's coming, you know. Uh, they're saying August twentieth. Now he's going to be back in office. That's according to Q. <laughs> I was like, okay, nice, dude. It's <laughs> it's August twentieth, new date. That's what I heard. Yeah, that's a fuck. That's a new date. You know <laughs> You know, because obviously Biden's a clone, right? So oh, and totally. then the election was fraud, and now somehow Trump Trump is going to get his way back in. sometime in August. So just you yeah. know. Just hold up and wait, you know? Just
0: wait. Dude, have
2: have wait. you guys actually watched those like she would not drop videos? Yes. No. I just watched the first <laughs> one for the first time,
1: the like hold the line one. Oh yeah. And it blew my fucking mind, dude. Just the pure asiness of it or or you were almost convinced.
2: Oh I, I wish. <laughs> I, I wish that I was like, well they might have some sense. No, but like yeah. quite literally There's, like, a ton of, like, production value and these shitty graphics. And then it had really, like, they pulled this, like, rip-off of a a Prodigy song to put in there. (laughs) And all this, like, Call of Duty bullshit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a war, dude. I mean, it's a war.
2: Dude, I laughed my bag off, man. I I fucking loved it. I fucking loved it. It was so fun to watch.
1: It's entertaining until you realize that there's people that are still dead fucking serious you know what i mean yeah like, oh, dead serious oh. about it you know oh yeah dude You're like god damn guys okay i mean oh yeah okay
2: it, it, the, the sad part is like i don't know if this applies to you guys but if you've had family members that
1: have drifted that way oh yeah i have I, my old man will not speak to me anymore
0: over it <laughs> oh yeah i, <laughs> I remember not I have a mother-in-law that, that, yeah. that reposts about 37 <clears throat> things a day on Facebook. And it's always like, oh, see, follow, you know, like, she's a big Bible thumper type. Fucking, yeah. You know, uh, these people are insane. They're yeah. insane. Like, I, I can't even, it, it, it just makes me cringe even thinking about getting into that, like, what my mother-in-law does. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, my God, I got to send my kids there
2: oh yeah, <laughs> yeah oh yeah for sure like uh my in-laws had both passed away in the last five years and yeah. my i was raised by my stepdad and my mom and and they're pretty progressive people like i had no religion in the house nothing
3: mm-hmm.
2: and uh but my stepdad was always like survivor man outdoors like he's a fucking falconer which is totally tight but so cool <laughs> uh, it's great dude it's <laughs> never- sick it's sick yeah. uh, but you know he's he's always been like semi progressive, but because he's got that survivor man shit, he's sort of like a little bit of a libertarian, like he was conservative, but he's atheist, he believes in climate change, all this other shit, and we've always clashed like I've been pretty much a Marxist since I can remember, you know well, like okay. for what it's worth, like there's issues within that, but like you know. I- split hairs i'm not trying to say funeral doom black and metal look keep it simple you know what i mean i'm pretty fucking hard left like i belong to the sra like socialist rifle rifle association like
1: (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah well that's but you know here's the thing is like you have to be literally willing to when you hear something that contradicts your value and your core belief structure that actually might be true. and might make sense. Like if you are the person that sits there and rethinks your values and can make a fucking informed decision Mm. off of that, that's a huge step. Anything, you know, I'm the same, you know, type of guy. I like fucking guns and shooting shit, but I also want people to be okay. I want people to be able to go to the hospital and not have to fucking kill themselves for it. You know what I mean? Like, but if I hear something that challenges what my core belief, I try to step back and put myself in someone else's shoes. And I, i i generally have hope for people you know what i mean and yeah that's that's the wild part about that whole other side is that it's just pure ignorance because it's never happened to you so it obviously doesn't fucking exist and it's like there couldn't be more of a a pure definition of like privilege or fucking you know what i mean it's like yeah i I just don't i don't understand it you know like it's like dude how can you not put yourself in someone else's shoes for a minute like
2: i i do not know my guy And, and and furthermore like I actually talk about this a lot, like, especially with my family that's leaning to the right. Like, I I try not to be so frustrated with them because they're sort of, like, drinking the Kool-Aid, right? Yeah. Uh, The actual, like, hard and liberal thing frustrates me way more because it's just keeping up appearances, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, obviously, it's just keeping up appearances, and it, it doesn't really hold the same value.
1: Well, and it's it's a lot of it's virtue signaling. It's that just, virtue That's what I it's all it is. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. fucking people being woke to be woke because they don't want to not be woke when everyone's woke again. You know, what
0: I mean? like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Right, yeah. but they're but they're just as shitty as oh yeah, a shitty oh. person. But they're but they're still just a shitty person. It's like right. a, drunk, a drunk. Oh you know, yeah, you're not sober. You're just fucking not drinking. You know what yeah. I mean? Right, exactly. You're, you're, not, yes, you're, you're not. You know, you're you're just the appearance of it. Yeah, yeah, dude. And
2: and, and and you know, staying punk for this long really gives you a lot of this perspective. And like I try not to get so frustrated with people on the right because I just think they're confused. However, I think like hardened liberals are just convinced.
3: Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, mean. I,
2: yeah. I think in a lot of ways that's more dangerous. Um and, and it's hard to unite the working class. I get that. There's all these identities and shit, and it gets really difficult to sort that out and and really unify and say look we're actually kind of in the same thing we all feel like we've been uh you know oppressed by this thing in a lot of different ways obviously people of color more so you know uh it's just that someone needs to talk to them in a way that's not putting them down and i think a lot of times liberals with education put them
0: down and make them feel stupid and i think that's fucked up yeah yeah well the thing is is that there's there's The the same asshole on both sides. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just do different things. You know what I mean? Like the person that just cannot understand that someone else lives differently than them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I see it, I I see it all on I mean, I fucking own a vegan joint. You know what I mean? There's Mm -hmm. no question. I'm fucking a little left a little left on life. For sure. You know, I also fucking understand that not everything can be just we can't just have seven billion people to the left. Totally. You know what Why? I mean? That's just not how the world works. That's just never how it's going to be. So yeah. to, to, to think that the only answer to anything is to convince everyone to be on my side. It's instead the same thing just, with religion, dude. It's the I same know. thing with instead extremist Christians. You know what extreme. I mean? You're like,
1: instead no. of just
0: understanding that someone else thinks differently than me, and that's okay as it's long okay. as other can risk can- as long as we all can respect each other we can though. Look, like you know you think that i think this whatever you know yeah. move on
1: i often I think, think like i think of it i thought i was thinking about this because me and Scheimer we were we hung out with the wives the other night we were talking about you know my my father is extreme right fucking you know psycho trump and rosie's dad is extreme left fucking like hardcore democrat but they are the same human they're the same human they live in the they live in the mountains by themselves they fucking don't want to be fucked with they you know it's like they have all the same core values and i th- I thought about this the other day. I was like, imagine you're in a gigantic mansion and there's a whole world of people that could live in this mansion, but those two sides are on the same on the either side of this one door in this fucking room yelling at each other, and there's a whole fucking mansion. Yeah. void of people you know what i mean That <laughs> you're like you guys are on the same you're at the same door dude you guys are literally you're right yeah. fucking here screaming at each other through a fucking door crevice you yeah I mean? it's like ridiculous <laughs> like, yeah damn man i watched them argue for eight hours on the internet once fucking wow i was like right? wow dude wow holy shit
2: I know. it just goes nowhere and like my my dad and my brother always voted democrat going growing up but they were you know hard laborers uh You know, tractor demolition gradings, all this Mm -hmm. other shit. No education. Both of them dropped out of high school. And I was a fucking arty kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they never really got me, but we all got along and they vehemently hated like Reagan and all this other shit. But when the Trump thing happened, they started getting this false depiction of things going backwards. And Mm. they really bought into it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They really, really bought into it. And like,
1: as, like, you mean, like, with Trump being there, he's rewinding us back to fucking the Reagan era kind of thing? Yeah.
2: And I had to break it down for both of them that that would never happen. And I gave him some reasons why, really mm-hmm. calmly. Mm-hmm. And they sort of absorbed it, my brother spe- specifically, my older brother. Mm-hmm. And I also had to explain he's like, well, like, are you a Biden person? And I was like, no.
3: <laughs>
2: no. I was like, this is why I'm voting for him, because we need someone to take care of this fucking pandemic, right. And I know he'll do that presidentially
3: yeah. Right.
2: I'm not a Biden person. I'm yeah. going to say something that's going to upset you. I fuck with Bernie Sanders, you know?
1: Oh, I, I, why would that have, I like that dude? Yeah, but <laughs> Of course. yeah. yeah, but I like that. Them. Yeah. They,
2: they think, he's a commie
0: and i go well yeah. so am i and then i had to lay out but those, but those people that call bernie sanders a commie also call joe biden a commie i know yeah, exactly. that's the fun part and, and you know i'm still waiting for my chinese lessons to come in the mail you know what i mean like uh, yeah.
1: i got mine actually today so i started i started freshening <laughs> mandarin dude you know yeah, <laughs> started freshening it up you know totally well, well, well we part talked part. about you know when we get the vaccine obviously we heard that you just start speaking chinese so
0: you start just it right <laughs>
1: So might it's as like well. It's like Wayne's World. Sit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> <holy God>. yeah. <laughs>
2: for example,
0: you just said I look pretty in Cantonese. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I am yeah. down for it Dude. and like I know you a lot about, about, about that. World. We're gonna go completely off topic here. Yeah. yeah. When I was a kid, yeah. When I was a kid, I would audio record with a t- cassette tape the movie Wayne's World. Dude. And yes. I would listen to it. I would listen to it like just in my Walkman, like walking or, like yep. just walking out in the desert. I would oh, listen to the movie. So That's good, so good. Yeah.
2: Hold on, let me get my water. One second. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, dude.
1: Water. I actually used I used to do that. I used to record. Um, before you could get soundtracks, I would record like songs off of movies. Yeah. You know, like if it was oh, yeah, something yeah. like I would I do that I shit knew. all the time.
0: Me and a me, me and a buddy of mine. When I was like when we were like eight, nine, ten years old. Would record like fake radio shows. <laughs> that's it, That tape. Oh yeah. It's all predetermined.
1: Look where you
2: are now.
0: Yeah. No way that those exist. Look where you are now. Although um, I will
1: say, shimer it it would be a fucking pretty good sell if you went full right wing vegan. It might create a whole another niche of a market. Yeah,
0: good on that. <laughs> what? the, yeah,
1: that's the shaman dude. That, dude. Right. That's the shaman dude, right? Who's? Oh yeah, the shaman. Yeah, the organic uh prison food guy. Yeah. 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 Yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's a, yeah yeah. That's a, that's a patriot dude that's I'm a real patriot i'm
0: like if you see me post on the instagram like hey uh Shaw, Man, we'll feed you <laughs> yeah. you know you, you know what i mean or Shaw, Man, you mean my man you Come should on, offer any free food gun.
1: free food to anyone willing to wear a buffalo head into your <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> good <laughs> yeah. yeah anyway well man i mean obviously you know we've gone through this spiel of corona and all that stuff but i mean i was thinking about it today man i can't wait to get back to playing shows i know we talked earlier and you had big plans for this year right i mean buried at sea and all kinds of stuff right
2: yeah yeah fuck yeah because uh well yeah and that being uh dude yeah, so I joined that band in their reunion in 2015. Obviously, like, we were all fans of that band. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Brian, uh, when we started Deathcrux like five years ago, I knew he was in Buried at Sea and, you know, they kind of were on like a hiatus of sorts. And, and, you know, for a little while, he was like, we kind of want to reunite the band and do some shit and, like, repress the record and, uh, the original drummer bill was on the fence still out in chicago
3: mm. um
2: with like sanford parker uh but he became like um a sanitation worker which is a great job and he had kids and benefits yeah. and all that shit. which he really couldn't tour with you know the schedule that that band wanted to do yeah and you know he's like would you be down they all asked me would you be down to jump in and do it and i was like fuck yeah and uh they had and the end of 2015 winter, they had like a two week tour booked with Unearthly Trance. And you know, it was just a lot of back and forth. And I was like, I'm fucking ready. You let me know. You know what I mean? I'm gonna learn yeah. the set and uh I'll be ready to go. And of course, last minute they're like, You're in. Mm. And uh I was fucking stoked, right? Like it's like one of the most influential, influential of the sludgy. Dude, yeah, man.
1: They're a great band, dude. They've always had that like mysterious clout around them as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well
2: yeah, dude. And we were like probably nineteen when that record came out. Right. You know? Like, And it sounded so far ahead.
1: It was heavy. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Fucking heavy. Yeah. yeah. So I was stoked to do it, you know, like so we did the tour and yeah, it started out really great and and dude, I got fucking really sick, like right in the middle of it. Like, we were sharing the band with uh, Unearthly Trance, or it was so sick. Like, every show was fucking sick. Mm-hmm. But,
1: yeah, I guess Is it in Europe? Fun. No, this is here. Oh, I here. Yeah,
2: okay. Europe. But, but, yeah, we, so we did like a, yeah, it was like two weeks here. We went up to Canada. We played a couple fests and shit, and we paid with like Megla. You know, that band.
1: I've heard of them. I, know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they're I've like, them, like.
2: Polish black metal, <laughs> and they wear the, they wear the like midnight stockings and lit. Like, and they were great. Um, but yeah, I got I got super fucking sick on tour, like fluish, you know. And I'm like hella sober at this time. I was working out, I was in good shape, and I'm like, fuck. But I got this, like I'm gonna do this. I was super rehearsed for it and like you know, the shows were killer, and then like by the time I got to Canada, like I couldn't even see. I I just remember wow, this part sucks. I could see. So like at the time in twenty fifteen, you can go to those pharmacies and get that like Rapper Cody and Cough Syrup. Oh, yeah. I just made Dirty Sprite for the rest of the tour, <laughs> and it brought my tempo even down and made it heavier. And it was great.
1: You're just it seeing was- trails oh, yeah. as they're hitting the drums.
2: Yeah! And then, <laughs> but it was great. But uh, uh, I do want to share an awesome story from that. It just reminded That's, me today.
1: Let's hear it. Two uh, stories.
2: You guys have played the High Line in Seattle, probably.
1: Yes, we did.
2: Yeah, yeah, we played yeah. with
1: you guys, actually. We played with you guys up there with that Ancestors. I yeah, think it was the Highline.
2: Yeah, so, I played so, there a yeah. few times.
3: Yeah,
1: Um, This one
2: was memorable. So that was another Megla show, and it was, like, hella sold out. And obviously the elevator is always fucking broken there. You know, whatever. Yeah. So, uh like, we play and shit, and um, I'm just kind of starting to load out and I saw this scuffle, and this girl fucking pulled out like a switchblade and started fucking swinging it around. Oh shit! Oh yeah, it was crazy. And our boy Adam is in Death Threats was doing merch, and I just I saw him. He was like, "Someone do something! Someone do something!" <laughs> the bouncers all grabbed her and started dragging her down the stairs. So at this point, I was like running down the stairs with uh, that dude Alan. He sang for Connie. Okay. And- yeah, and, and I was like, he was like, dude, you want to do a joint? And I was like, a disclaimer, I'm super sick. He was like, that's ah, fine. So we're smoking this joint, watching this girl get dragged down the stairs. And then this other pack of girls starts coming down the stairs, just projectile vomiting. This is like in succession, right? In succession, and then it starts pouring. And then I'm standing on the street, right by the van and trailer, and this dude, is running in the rain towards me with like a grocery bag and he hands it to me he was like here i'm muslim and i was like what and i grabbed the bag and it was just like it was like a fucking 18 pack of like pbr <laughs> i'm muslim
3: yeah That's
2: <laughs> oh, oh. it was one of like my favorite memories on tour i've ever had because it just happened so fast in succession uh it's so but, weird. yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I love playing with that band. And
1: Wait, so how did it end? Do you know? What happened to the chick? What happened to the projectile vomiters?
2: Okay, so they didn't call the cops because obviously cops are worthless. Uh, but she kind of got drugged out by her friends. And then there was vomit all over the stairs. And, you know, we were loading out and shit. And we would gotten the, some free beers. My eyes were swollen shut. And I was, like, kind of talking about conate with Homeboy for a little while, which I thought was the best part, you mm-hmm. know? Like he didn't seem to care about anything that happened. I was like, "This looks gnarly." He was like, "Yeah, oh. you know," and I was like, "Konnor's I, I, one of my favorite bands
0: from that area. It, it was great. It was a great show. It was really memorable." But on, on tour, on tour, you do get to the point where like shit yeah. like that will go down, and you're just like, "You're like, oh, I gotta go get the bass cabinet." Mm, yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, let me just high step over this puke and the yeah, person bleeding, I mean, like, and we're good
2: <laughs> exactly how it goes
1: Girl, uh, so uh, when you're recording that first record like uh when uh, you know yeah, people yeah, get yeah, stabbed yeah. around you
0: <laughs> yeah 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 it's like you i mean on, on tour you kind of like get to this point where you're just like you're not even there right yeah. you know what i mean oh, yeah. like complacent like it's like shit's going down and you're like look look i really really probably should help in some way shape or form everything about me goes like i want to pop in and be like hey 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 hey, hey. yeah but i am 3000 miles away from home totally <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and you like, will be the one like, that gets thrown in jail for some And there's yeah. like and there's <laughs> yeah. so much more important shit that i'm <clears> doing <throat> at that exact moment yes that you have to fucking walk away from this insane crazy shit going down oh you have to because you're fucking loading out a fucking drum fucking (laughs) oh yeah
2: you have to there's just all all kinds of accountability there um so but at this point like i was like this kind of shit especially at the time i was like i'm severely lacking this chaos in my life i'm fucking stoked i've been a fan of this band forever Mm -hmm. and they're like yeah dude you want to stay in fuck yeah uh the last show of that tour was in Olympia at that, like, bloodletting bar place. Okay. I don't know if you've ever been there. It's super weird. I forget the name of it. But they have, like, a bloodletting table. It's super cheesy. But, yeah, uh, yeah so we in there, and all of our merch money is in Sanford's, like, leather jacket for some reason, like, in an envelope.
1: Seems and- like a good spot. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> totally. But there was this very tall... Attractive like black trans person who was eyeballing the jacket while merch was being sold and she fucking grabbed it and I, we're playing the set and I was like, I know what's happening. And fucking Adam jumps over the table and chases her like four blocks and tackles her, gets the jacket, money's still intact, but she had also put some like panties in there, like a like a G string in there. Huh. Yeah, it was a nice way to end tour. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, I, it, it's been great. And then, 2016, we we're kind of on the fence, like about going to Roadburn, uh, and then super last minute, like the Neurosis booking agency threw us on for like three and a half weeks. Right in that Roadburn, and it was fucking sick. Right. Yeah. But so not only that, th- this is gonna blow your mind. It was their 30th anniversary. So they played for, like, three hours, and they played the
1: punk shit, dude. Oh, they did? Like, the Word is Lost stuff and the... That's awesome. And, like, the
2: Aberration EP. Woo! Crazy shit. Pain of Mind stuff, maybe? Dude, Pain of Mind shit, and it was fucking perfect. Yeah. Fucking perfect. It was the best Neurosis set I'd ever seen. Did they
1: have the visuals, too, or did they not do them then? They ditched them that year, right? The 30th anniversary, they ditched all the visuals, dude, and they got better. got fucking better (laughs) like when they when they lost the visuals you're like how is it better like what the fuck you know because i'd seen them with them before you know and yeah
2: i'd seen them when i was young and then i'd seen them with Noah later yeah they just
1: don't miss a beat man whatever they
2: do is gonna be the right thing
1: right they'll just never be another one of those ever
0: Did did we see neurosis together craig in, uh
1: okay. I think we did at um at the observatory observatory yes yes that was on the 30th anniversary tour that
0: was right oh, yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: yeah yeah okay punishing that. so dude they're, they're older, older so like- and then we saw them with uh no hold on did they play with did godspeed
0: go
1: okay no cuz godspeed played a while ago anyway
0: godspeed. they're they're
1: together in my in my mind as one you know almost
0: godspeed was just yeah. like 10 years ago the other day Was it really? Yeah. Yeah, 10 or 11 years ago, the other day.
1: Yeah, dude. I fucking. That's where. That's what the eyeballs from on my arm, dude. From that David DeAndre poster. I remember
0: that show. That show, we got crazy edibles. Right. We We were. I fucking. And (laughs) it was. It was 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 on the balcony. It was in Pomona. We're up on the second deck. And I just fucking sat there, ate that edible, and I just fucking like. Went like this. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I'd love I love that. Like, closed my eyes, and I was like, "I'm gonna try to pass out at a fucking Godspeed You Black Emperor show." Oh, yeah. I think that'd, that'd be perfect. perfect, dude. And I think I did accomplish it. Like, I, I nodded
1: started. out once or twice, but I don't know if it was because I was high, or tired, or in some sort of psychedelic trance. I'm not sure. Hey, I, I just
0: kind of remember <laughs> probably all like- three. Yeah, I just probably remember. I just remember like going, like you know, I'm just gonna let it. I'm just gonna let it go tonight. Take me
1: where it's gonna take me, baby. I'm not even gonna try <laughs> yeah. and like yeah.
0: sit here and watch this. You know what <laughs> I mean? I'm just gonna do whatever the fuck I feel like doing. You just feel time. it. You
1: just have to feel it, it. Feel it. I saw that. I was like, I was. I love that band from a very early age. I saw them. I went yeah. to fucking Omaha, Nebraska to see them in like 2000. 2000- I don't know. It was before the kids were born. It was like 2006 or seven.
0: No, probably. maybe even
1: might've been before. No. Cause it would have been before, dude, it was in the early 2000, 2002, maybe even. Oh. Um, and it was, it was, I had a friend that lived there, my buddy Ryan, and I went to hang out with him for a week and I, I went because they were, that was the closest they were coming to LA. Like, I mean, right. or in my area and I fucking, I mean, I it blew it completely changed my opinion of what you could do musically. I mean, same as Neurosis, but yeah, you know, it just fucking Godspeed was unreal. Unlike Dude, anything I, I'd I've ever never seen experienced,
2: them. I've seen yeah. a Silver Mount Zion, right? And I never got tickets. Like I always dropped the ball, especially in the reunion, and I never got yeah. to see it. And it's totally weird. They were like one of my favorite bands. Um, I just never got. It's unreal.
1: Them. It's unfucking real. I mean, oh yeah, unreal. I have no doubt. We walked like, down the aisle to a Godspeed song, me and Rosie did. Oh yeah, you did. I was there. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that
2: band, dude. I dude, they're fucking sick. Yeah. They're fucking I sick. I love that band.
1: I Yeah, I don't. I've never seen him.
2: I, I, I know. hope I have him.
1: those bands that I've dropped the ball on so many times. I can't. I know, dude. I'm like embarrassed. You know what I mean? Like I miss Pink Floyd or any version of that. Every time it ever came through, <laughs> you know, I was like, I yeah. was gonna go to that Roger Waters shit, but then the Corona happened. I was like, oh, okay. I, to, I guess dude, I'm just I never gonna to see Robert
0: him. Waters. I went to Roger Waters in 2017 at the Forum, mm-hmm. and it was fucking unreal. Stink. I saw it fucking. Had- my dad and brother saw the wall at the Coliseum.
1: Oh. Yeah. Dude, I said, saw David. My mom my mom was there. She has a she has a piece of it in the in the attic at my grandma at my grandma's house still, dude. That's
3: cool.
1: He, and that was the first time she ever did acid. She told yeah. me. She was like yeah. sixteen years old and fucking saw perfect, the wall tour <laughs> on acid. I was perfect. like, oh my god, I'm so jealous. Dude, I, was- I saw
2: I saw David Gilmore at the bowl
1: actually. Mm.
2: The night before I left for the Buried at Sea Europe tour in
1: 2016, mm. and it where blew you, my
2: fucking mind. Where
1: do you Where do you fall? Are you a Gilmore guy or a Roger Waters guy?
2: I'm all of them. Me
1: too. Yeah, I,
0: dude,
2: I, <laughs> I'm know. Sid. Forward, dude. I love yeah. animals. I yeah. love fucking everything, dude. I I can't decide. I've never been able to decide. Yeah, I think like in certain things, like they've all had their strengths. Yeah, I've got favorites of all of them, but I fucking love them all. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, dude, I was in a band that just ripped them off.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. the ancestors was Pink Floyd uh times X two, I guess. Pink Floyd two thousand, I guess. It was I like, don't know. What it, was. it was like it was like <laughs> ripped off with like a
2: little neurosis and a lot of Pink Floyd.
1: Right. right. Yeah. You're that vocal. was yeah, man. That's, I love that. That's, that's, I, I love actually it. I listened to that one the the album that I came in and did the vocals on that one day. Oh uh, yeah. And I fucking I was like I forgot, dude. I forgot how good this fucking record is, man. Oh, thanks, God man. damn it, man. God yeah. damn it. Yeah, we got some tunes. And yeah. how is so? How, how's the relationship with everyone in that? Is that all good? It's, it, yeah,
2: it's okay. I was actually talking to Justin earlier today, and you know, yeah, it, 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 we've been friends forever. Sometimes we, you know, yeah, waver in it, and it's all good. I love all those dudes, tons. You know, tons. I, I can't not, you know, I love them and it was weird, you know, like I obviously towards the end, I, I was not qualified to be there. I'd gotten fucking deep into substance abuse and yeah, it was shameful, but like, you know, I got my shit together and it was weird when I was when I was in my, what, second or third rehab stint, which was basically jail because I had to go mm. and a nasty ass county rehab. Uh, I was sitting in there, and I was like, if I'm going to do something, I'm not going to do the same thing. I want to do, like, kind of synth pop. Like, I I was super obsessed with Kate Bush at the time. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, I just want to do something different, but I also want to do Doom Metal again. Mm. But I want to try this thing first. Uh Because Matt had actually gotten me super hyped on, like, synthesizers.
1: Uh Barks, yeah.
2: Yeah, so I started rebranding my shit and started collecting scents. and a lot of that had to do with the ancestors. But like a lot of that shit, like especially because like Gilmore had worked with Kate Bush and all this like proto synth stuff, and like you know back from like throbbing gristle and all that early shit, all the way through Skinny Puppy, I was like, dude, I kind of want to do this thing over here and try to make pop music, sort of, yeah. and still do nine inch nails with it and. That's kind of what I've been fucking with ever since.
1: Yeah, right. With glare um, and and uh, death Crux and all that, right? Yeah, and deathcrux I mean, is a punk punk band for sure. But yeah,
2: like you know all the deathcrux and our death rock shit and uh, yeah. I just wanted to try something different, but like when buried up sea came up, I was like, oh, I'm gonna fucking
1: do this. <clears throat> oh, it, you how could you refuse it? You know?
2: Yeah. So, uh, dude, and like by the way, that that tour was amazing. Like we, you know, all the shows were fucking incredible for that band as a cult band but after that 30th neurosis set that was their last one it was sunday we had to close it on the main stage oh really so i was shitting my fucking pants
3: (laughs) yeah follow
1: neurosis yeah
2: and it was terrifying terrifying
1: well yeah so that's such a scary thing you know when you're like they just destroyed the room and you're like does anyone have anything else? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like,
2: you don't want to blast No,
1: dude. Yeah, yeah.
2: The answer is but,
1: no. But you do. And it makes yeah. you try really fucking hard, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, totally. all you can hope is that the crowd has some gas in the tank for you still. They you know did, what I mean? though. They yeah.
2: Did, like, they emptied out for a second. And there was fucking just cups everywhere. And that room actually fits like 4,000 people. And we're like, dude, this is going to be empty. And actually... It was at cap again by the time we took stage.
1: Wow, that's amazing, man! Yeah, no, it was sick. And is this in uh, Europe or is this in America? This was Roadburn, Roadburn. Okay, yeah. yeah. So out there. So uh, I mean that, and that festival circuit out there is just a totally different animal from what dude's I know. Sick. You know?
3: That's, that's
1: and totally those people love music. Me. I mean, European the European music is they just love fucking music way more than America. We we had Sam on, you know, last last week. Uh, oh yeah, listen Nightmares. to that. And uh, you know he was he was saying how funny it is like we're in America like oh you you're still doing that like you know yeah. people are like huh that's weird you didn't give up your dreams yet you know but in like Europe it's it's a totally viable fucking thing for your future you know
2: yeah and you got to play for like an hour and a half so weird <laughs> yeah uh, uh.
0: yeah uh, that makes me think of this time I was with Flag we, uh, we played Metallica's festival mm-hmm. and our set time was like. 4 p.m. 4 p.m. And it's like one of like the side stages, you know? Right. Well, fucking we get there and they're like, oh, by the way, Metallica's going to play an unannounced and unannounced kill them all set right before you guys. Oh, cool. Thanks. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm what? like, I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, Woo! what yeah. the fuck do you say? And, you know, but it's funny, don't I'm say with, nothing. I'm with, yeah. I'm with flag, black flag. Right. fucking Metallica. You know what I mean? I'm just like in this weird fucking world right there where I'm like, okay, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, okay, whatever. I mean, it's fucking Metallica's festival. Can the fuck they can do whatever they want. About it. At least they didn't
1: bump you. You know what I mean? Yeah, At least it didn't
0: it. Bump and like, by the time, you know, by the time they go on stage, it's already caught wind. Who it is? Because it's under like a different name, you know. Yeah, it's under a different. It's you know, it's under one of their fucking old, old or some shit. Their alias name. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Metallica. So they fucking come out and they play, and there's fucking twelve thousand people. <laughs> oh my god. Fucking, and this is the side stage. This is the side stage at four o'clock. <laughs> so everyone is all of a sudden, everyone was supposed to be watching something else. And they're catching wind, and you just see people running. You just see people run, just right across the field. Well, first, kill them all, side yeah. Right? They play, they crush, of course. <laughs> yeah. We go up there, like 600 people. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because, yeah. like, Metallica just fucking crushed the stage. Everyone's yeah. walking away, like, what the fuck did I just see? I didn't expect to come and see a kill them all fucking Metallica set. I mean, Although
1: I, the amount of fucks Keith Morris probably had about it was like,
0: oh yeah, a surprise, yeah, yeah. No, right. He's like, dude, we were <laughs> that okay, guy. So, he doesn't seem to give two okay, fucks. So, you know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, so, so we're all like, we're all like side stage because we weren't allowed on stage while they were playing. Yeah, right. You know, like you know, so we're all right there. I'm the fucking tour manager, so I'm like fucking like obviously in contact with all these people trying to make sure you know what the fuck's going on and we're standing there and we're all just kind of laughing and shit and they get done metallica gets done and fucking they come walking off stage and they all have a different person they all have their own person put like uh fucking handing them a robe you know right A robe, because why and not fucking lars lars while he's fucking lars doesn't stop walking doesn't get the robe handed to him walks past his guy his guy gets behind him lars sticks out his arms (laughs) never breaks pace never breaks pace fucking just walking the whole time and the dude fucking puts his robe on for him and then they fucking go and they come down and there's golf carts. There's, they're, like, like, we're standing right by their golf carts. <laughs> we're standing right by their golf carts. And they fucking come down and they're like... And James is like, Hey, Keith! Keith, what's up, man? And Keith just looks over and just, like, doesn't even say a word. Like, <laughs> snarl at him, just like... And then just kind of looks back at me and I'm like, that's eh, your buddy. <laughs> we, were just, we were just fucking wow. like... Kind of talking shit a little bit so oh dude it was pretty funny like i'll never forget that like i always call that like like that was such a power move you know we all make fun oh my of god Lars. Yeah. Lars is low-hanging fruit though right so, he fucking, is... when he did that shit i was like oh my god can you
1: imagine having that much clout where if you no were step out of the shower there's a motherfucker running behind you with a robe to put it on you dude no but <laughs> like
2: a... I, it sounds on nice on... honestly he's held on to it for so long yeah. Yeah, it's actually become like really meta like kaufman shit and, and i kind of like it now yeah
1: yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah there know. was well you know there's a time like the wrath was going it was a joke right the fucking wrath. yeah i'm gonna yeah. be called lars ulrich, lars ulrich. that lars, was you know that yeah lars, dude like in the or- original days like our only goal was to be called lars ulrich release a seven inch called fuck Lars Ulrich and then try to get a cease and desist or a Sue letter from him and then use that as a seven inch cover for the next one. That was right. like the goal, dude. It would have helped you. Like, I, I know. yeah, it would have helped. And yeah. then, you know, it turned into more serious shit, but like, you know, you think about it years later and you're like, cause he's such a baby, you know what I mean? But baby. it uh-huh. is, it is like, is he the person who he has always been or is he, The character of himself and is he aware of it you know what I mean like don't know I don't know you know it's it is very it's genius it's almost genius at this point yeah that's what I'm
2: saying it's like it's like Kaufman wrestling women (laughs) yeah I can't can't figure it out and like sometimes I kind of love it and then actually like so so I've been I've been going through the first four records recently and I realized that I actually learned how to play drums by playing to him and his shit's actually really good. On oh the yeah. The execution live is like maybe hit or miss, but he is actually like a crafty songwriter, and he was good at the composition. Uh, yeah, because like a lot of people give him shit because he wasn't Dave Lombardo, but right. But actually, the hookiness of his drums and playing less,
1: yeah, kind of helped the band. Well, it's a, it's ACDC. Less is more. That's what I'm you know what I mean? Like. It's There's probably not a harder job on earth than, and i and i don't know why i don't know the drummer for acdc's name but no i mean right. playing a fucking straight beat for four and a half hours like on and right i mean it's seriously is probably harder than you would ever imagine dude okay you know now i'm not a drummer to- you know we're but
2: we're talking about this so rachel and <clears> I, <throat> I and my buddy nick he's been in a ton of punk bands he was in that band like surfer blood and he he actually grew up with, like, tragedy and shit in mm-hmm. Portland. And we have a new band called White Bronco, which yeah, we might have called it Biden Crime Family, but we went with White Bronco. and it's,
1: it's <laughs> Those like, are both great names.
2: Oh, yeah. Thank you. But yeah. it's not not like country, and it's not, not like Mazzy Star at the same time, and I'm fucking pumped on it. Mm-hmm. However, I had to go track drums for it last week, and they're quiet drums. mm I'm not good at that. Yeah. It's hard. Dude, it's fucking hard. They're like simple and like the nuance behind it. I was like, dude, I felt like such a fucking asshole. It's so weird, right? It's so weird. Like no rim shots, like center. It's fucking hard. Consistent and like keeping it sounding even. I blew it. Dude, it's the most takes I've ever done on a song.
1: That's amazing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And like I'm real good on like the click for recording and shit, but if I'm slugging, but when I go to quiet, I'm like, I don't know what's happening, and I had to cobble it together. It was so
1: embarrassing, dude.
2: It was so embarrassing. Do I even know how to do
1: this? Fuck. I'm telling you, dude, I got to, like, learn how to play like that. It's crazy. I mean, it's something to be said. I mean, when you hear Tom Petty, you hear ACDC, you hear fucking Creedence Clearwater, dude. You listen to those drummers, and you're like, this dude is a human fucking metronome and accents the perfect little points that don't make a shit-a-bit of difference to almost anyone else that's not a musician, you know what I mean? But it carries the whole entire song, you know? Dude, I, I'm telling you.
2: I'm going to get some water. I can still hear you guys. Like, no worries. Like, I can't do it. I have to now <laughs> learn how to do this like an asshole.
1: Yeah, yeah. You have to learn how to play drums again.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Perfect, man. Yeah, it's. I mean, and that's cool. That's the challenge, you know what I mean? Like, I've always, I've always wanted to be the worst musician in my own band. I mean, that's always, you know?
3: <laughs>
1: and and hey guess what i usually am it's like <laughs> that's how it goes you know what i mean
2: <laughs> like uh, proudly proudly yeah. um but yeah you know and and uh yeah so this year I, everybody's obviously fucking bombed. there's some things that fell through but yeah buried had a uh tour it was a couple of weeks and we we're supposed to end at that migration fest which is hmm. like in maybe baltimore or something Okay. So, yeah, that fell through. And then <clears throat> I was going to do a couple fill in things for some other buds. And Blair had to a tour with like Ceremony, you know, like, mm. yeah. yeah we, had, we had a tour with them at the end of last year, you know, before obviously before shutdown. But I'm pretty sure we all got coronavirus on that tour, like early on. Mm. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think the CDC basically announced that it was in the country a lot earlier than they thought it was, dude. Yeah. Yeah, because we had all this
2: shit, and we are just, like, passing around. We were sick as fuck. I had crazy fever, and that was the last tour, and I'm super grateful that, like, I had one right before it happened, but, yeah, just like you, it's so fucking weird. Sometimes I'm like, it's fine. You know what I mean? I'm catching up with my own life and my job. I'm not just, like, destitute broke from being on the road all the time, right? but... Yeah, dude, it's it's the Phantom Limb thing, man, right? Like, we're all just, what the fuck is this going to do? And then, all you right. know what trips me out? Maybe Shimer obviously knows this better than us, but, like, with venues and all the loss of, you know, infrastructure and shit, how the fuck is this going to work? Like, how are we going to be in a queue? Like, obviously, bigger artists are going to take precedent. Like, what's going to happen to us? That That's what really weirds me out.
0: I mean, it's all, like, it's all going to be a slow rollout anyways. Yeah. It's not like all of a sudden they're going to announce that we're open and fucking, the, you know, three days later there's a fucking sold-out show somewhere. Right. You know, it's going to be a slow rollout. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, th- I I'm pretty sure that, like, most of 2022 is already booked. For sure, you know what I mean, which is what a lot of bands are pushing towards. I do think that some of these festivals in September that are possibly coming up have a chance. You know, right, Just yeah. because like, uh, again, like the the hive mentality will change once. Like, no one knows what the mentality is really going to be like once it's like, oh, you can go get a vaccine, right? You know what I mean. <clears throat> No matter what the, you know what I mean? Like, if you can go get a fucking vaccine and just go get one, then that's when it's personal. And it right. that's a personal right. choice thing.
1: But like, I think if you don't have a tour booked already in 2022, 2023 might be your year, dude. Pretty hard, Yeah. yeah. Wow.
0: And, and plus, like you know, lots of things, you know, it's not like, it's not like, a big thing is like, it's not like tons of rehearsals are happening right now. It's not like people are you know, working on and planning, you know, like to get ready for tour. Right, you know, watching right. those huge tours, you know, when you think about like those huge, huge tours, those are fucking 18 months out mm-hmm. that fucking it takes. It takes mm-hmm. 18 months of fucking preparation and planning for those fucking ginormous yeah. tours. And everything, I mean, we were at like the, we were at like the fucking honeypot when it fucking all went in, when it all was done. Like everyone oh, yeah. was touring. Everyone was able to tour, especially considering that, like, that's the only real way to make money being in a band. Yeah. Unless you're fucking Taylor Swift. Totally. You know, the only way to make money is to go on the road. So everybody was out on the fucking road. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's going to be weird. Like, I'm pretty confident that, like, all of our rooms are going to be available when it comes back. Yeah. yeah. So with that being said, like a lot of corporate rooms might close down. Fuck 'em.
2: Yeah. Fuck 'em. You know, yeah. like fuck 'em dude. Uh, you know Yeah. yeah. So. so
0: I've been I've been
2: playing like in a, quite a few bands, like just filling in or working with them uh you know, here and there just to you know, I like being on the road. I yeah. like it. I, yeah. I've been uh working with this Denver band called Echo Beds for a little while. I don't know if you ever heard of them. They I wanna
0: they're say fucking, I've heard that name.
2: They're fucking wild, dude. Uh they're they're kind of like a you know really punk nasty like Neubauten, almost. Like they play like oil drums and shit and electronics and mm-hmm. they're a two piece and I came in to help write a little bit and kind of beef out the band and and yeah they're they're older Denver dudes like weird, weirdly enough like Heath the uh front dude in that band is almost like a carbon copy of mike carter they're so (laughs) similar yeah it's super weird i love that but uh, yeah i was flying out there through like 2019 and working with them on songs and like we've been writing together a little bit and we went and did like austin terror fest and i flew back there again like a month later and we played with like old man gloom and shit was going really good and it just you know threw a wrench in there and I was staying with David and it was great, you know, Yeah, it was great. And, uh, you know, I was kind of trying to keep that trajectory. Like I could hop around and like produce and, you know, play drums or whatever the fuck else with them. And I felt really happy about it. And when this started to happen, I started to re-examine some things and I think it's really important for us to all figure out what's going to help keep our culture alive. Right. Um, so you know, one of the things I I really took on was like music videos.
1: So, you
2: know, for me personally, I've been directing music videos now.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I, was that video that you sent me the other day? Is did you have anything to do with that? Yeah, I directed the claymation. It. The claymation one. No, oh,
2: no, I didn't direct the claymation. Oh, one. Okay. <clears throat> I, I didn't direct the claymation one. Uh, uh, but I love that video.
1: That, that is a wild video. That
2: fan's fucking sick. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Um, No, the, I sent you another one for Persecutor
1: Okay, uh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah
2: They're that like kind of Venom Like really punky Dark Throne band Right And it's really weird Like, So check this out The band is actually Scott from Saviors on drums Okay And then Adam from Death Crux on bass And then this dude Chris Who's like this awesome black Chris Velez, he's an awesome black metal guitar player yeah. like, He's been a bunch of bands Like Lightning Swords of Death and shit and yeah, they're like caveman black metal. And mm-hmm. the singer is actually the super tall fucking weirdo from Romania. <laughs> and he, he goes by Vlad the Inhaler. I'm not right. <laughs> sure <laughs> what the fuck is going on. You got to watch it. Uh, but I It's present- a good
1: video, dude. It's a good video. You know, the
2: one, yeah. you know what I'm talking
1: about. The yeah, the- yeah, yeah. I watched it. Yeah, for yeah. sure.
2: So <laughs> I become like sort of like their visual like band ambassador. So – Yesterday I got back from uh, Wrightwood because now he's out here from Romania. Mm-hmm. It's super weird, dude. Like he, he's a fucking mess, and I love him. Like uh, he's, he's quite the personality. Like there's language barrier. And, like he has something to do with goats back there. I don't know if he like raised goats and like raped it, him.
1: Maybe it,
2: it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. he's the fucking raddest dude. And the band is actually my friends. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. They've now been tracking with him with, like, Phil from, like, Despise You and Crom. So he's mm-hmm. been making records. Like, they're about to finish the second one with him. And it's almost like they went from Venom to, like, Death Leopard Venom. Like, they're, like, anthem black metal songs. That's awesome, it's dude. Sick, And they don't take themselves seriously. So, like, that video that I shot with them in the desert, that's almost like California love, they wanted to do the same exact fucking video but in the snow. Oh, Okay dude the one that we shot in the desert it was 115 degrees right yeah it was insane like in a dry lake bed in joshua tree right and this one was in Wrightwood, and it was like 20 degrees yeah like they're gonna kill me it's super cool man like as you know like this fucking whole stream bullshit like you just can't connect to it
1: well it's hard because I think I think the one thing that will happen in this over this year and a half of us two years being shut down or whatever, it's gonna call the herd. So the people that are yeah. really fucking serious about playing music have already made and established these connections in life that they're gonna keep we're gonna keep doing it anyway. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, but you have had I have had the shift, like tongue's not playing any fucking shows anytime soon. Yeah. We're not planning on it. So we decided fuck it, we're gonna start making music videos for the That's for the life. record that came out in the middle of corona that no one fucking heard, you know what I mean? Like, right. fuck it, we're just going to start making music videos, you know what I mean? And I think Red Fang did a really good job at setting the precedent for, like, what is a killer fucking music video. That's and then I, you've seen a hundred other people do the Red Fang style video, right. you know what I mean? Um, but <clears throat> you, you've always been, like, an incredibly talented artist. I mean, even Thanks when you so, were man. at DW with the uh, the fucking throwdowns, you know what I mean? <laughs> I remember, but, um, you know, like... And you do visual art now as a job, right? I mean, yeah, I do, do
2: I do like motion graphics and visual effects, I, like title sequences and trailers. Like yeah. I do the title design and animate it. And, and what that allowed me to do was kind of figure out like a filmmaking process and like, you know, visual storytelling and shit. Cause I started out going on set and assisting those guys and seeing how all the components work. And, you know, then when you're animating all these elements, you're basically using like a camera uh like in the computer and you can start sort of like figuring out how to do this and so there's been a lot of dudes like motion graphics dudes that Mm. have switched over into directing Mm. and i kind of at one point i was like dude i gotta do this not just for my own bands but like to keep our culture moving forward i've got to start like biting the bullet and taking no money and trying to make it look expensive for people I care about. Right. To keep pushing this shit forward and having that kind of content. So like what you're saying with tongue is like, that's fucking crucial, man.
1: That's all we got. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like, we have to adapt. We can't just be punk in an alley anymore. You have to adapt to the digital age. And if you do an album release and you don't have fucking videos floating around to supplement it, yeah. you're you're it's not going to get the traction it was supposed to get oh, you know I what know. i mean like i mean yes you can create a fucking banger of a record and it catches on but yeah you have to have and it's taken me six fucking uh almost a year to really figure that out you know what i mean but like when tongue started i didn't even want to do a record i wanted to just do singles you know and i told the band because it's that's this is this isn't a record world anymore we're not you're lucky to get two songs on a fucking playlist dude like oh, yeah So let's just release fucking two or three songs a year bangers. And then if they get, you know, if someone wants to put them together and put on a record, fucking fine. But we ended up having a full record of material and that couple of the guys in the band had never had an actual like vinyl release. They really wanted to do it. I said, okay, that's fine. But this is probably the last time I I think I'm ever going to release a record until the world changes and goes back. But I I, I've seen the writing on the wall as far as we're back to 45s. We're back to fucking singles. We're back to the 50s. Um, You know um. what I mean? Like, if people want to hear a couple of fucking killer songs, let's write a couple of good songs, make videos for them, put them out, let them do what they do. Cause we're not touring. We're not fucking, you know, I'm not going to do a month long tour ever again. And I mean, unless it's a fucking a hail Mary, like amazing offer, but it's yeah. not going to happen for me. You know what I mean? Like,
2: you don't know that. I mean, look, look, here's the thing about what you're saying. Like, I feel exactly the same way and, So, blair has got a record coming out in April, April 10th, and we had this awesome Belgian label, like, Boutique, the the dude's super good at the packaging and shit, and we wanted to do an EP with him, and he was Mm -hmm. like, look, dude, you know the money thing, can you fill this fucking thing out and make a full length? I was like, I can. I don't want to, but I can. Yeah. But with that, and with the press cycle, and all the other, like, red tape around it, he's like, you need three music videos. Yeah. Now that we know you can direct them, just you
3: know, make go them. Hard. <laughs> yeah.
2: In the time that this was happening, uh, we got approached by a way bigger label. This label, Prophecy. You know that label? I've heard of them. Yeah. They're a big label, dude. It's uh, like they're a German label, and they have yeah. like Alcest. It's mostly black metal. Right.
1: Yeah. It's a it's a big European metal label. I know that.
2: Yeah, yeah. dude. And they they came for us, and you know it took a long time to negotiate because obviously we're not there. Like where is a dark pop band? It's like cocktail twins, but maybe mm. a little heavier. Right. And, uh, they really wanted us. And, and, you know, we hit a rapport with them and they're like, look, what do you guys want to do? And I was like, well, I want to do singles. Yeah. I want to do singles and then maybe an EP. And then you can repackage that and make it a full length. Make
1: they're it like, a rec LP dude.
2: Yeah. Okay. That's sick. And, 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 they're like, what else do you want? And we were like, well, we want an advance, actually, because we want to make videos. So actually, going into next year, that's what we're doing with them. Yeah. We're doing singles, and then we're going to do, like, a series of videos with those. Mm-hmm. But the thing, it's actually really rad,
1: you know? No, like, dude, it's got to be part of the landscape at this point. Yeah, I think, people you do know? like attention spans, dude. Yeah. Well, and like, like I said, I mean, it, you know, I listen to full records. Shimer listens to full records. I'm sure you listen to full records. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but... The, hey what's up girl what are you doing uh <laughs> how
3: you doing i'm with good that's right get it uh,
2: we got uh, dabs in there right we have dabs yeah bring that out here so i can do it in front of my friends Yes. fuck yeah you're the best
1: <laughs> yeah um anyway yeah it's I, I just think it's a totally different landscape you know and i i i, I would love to adapt to that because for me writing a full entire fucking record is a two year process dude. Like, you know, but I can, I can put some serious time into a couple songs and right. fucking make something that I'm really proud of. And then the digital, the visual aspect of it is, is videos for me. And I, that's something I want to, I, I think is important at this point, you know, it's the I'm only sure. way you're really going to get, I mean, and I don't even know why I want to, I just want to do it to be creative. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to see that shit in a different world. You know, I, I spent 20 years of my fucking life, wanting to put out records and vinyl oh, yeah. and do the touring thing and now i'm like i watch my kids online and what they pay attention to and shimer's kids are the same boat yeah. you know it's like this is a different fucking age dude like genres are dead you know what i mean it doesn't matter you know and like all this doom matter. worship bullshit is like gone you know what i mean or in niche circles but you know genres are fucking dead dude like after watching uh we i went with uh john to see horror and uh uh um Ghost Main and it blew my fucking mind and it really opened my eyes to the fact that genres of music are null and void at this point. They're null
2: know? and void. Yeah. And if you can let that go too, it's actually really inhibiting because you can kind of recalibrate and, and understand that you can you can totally cover other ground in there without right. stick to one thing and that's and that's the thing and I, I'm sure you agree with this, but like making that fucking full-length record is scary because you feel like you might make the same song the whole time yeah right like that's it for me yeah. or you know i'm like what if this is bad what yeah is bad like, well that's the
1: thing if you're trying for the full length you know what i mean like if you yeah. you know you need to get our song was ours was eight songs it was it's like 35 fucking minutes i don't even right. sure it's considered a full length but it fits on an lp you know but right. it just naturally happened that way you know but from here on out, like I've told the guys like i don't I'm not interested in a record, dude, like not either dude, it's not I, fucking because you you on an album cycle it's a it's a fucking year process, year and a half process to get it recorded, you release right. it, and then you may be, you know we're not really on a tour a lot, but it's in <clears throat> our best interest to stay in everyone's fucking minds minds, yeah yearly by just releasing a couple fucking songs, you know and, what I mean
2: you guys got Rob Dean though, dude.
1: Let's this be real. Is true. Yeah, he's a good drummer. He's so good. He's and so a good, good human, Rob's like a generally like a genuinely great human. Isn't he? <laughs> you don't I meet mean... a lot of guys like that, dude. You're like, damn, dude. A veteran, a fucking you know what I mean? Like an incredible drummer, you know? But
2: dude, dude, he's told me like when he was doing the seal thing, some of my favorite stories anyone's ever told me were oh. Rob. Yeah. I fucking love that guy. I miss yeah. him. Yeah. I miss him. I gotta hit him up. Yeah. He's a rap yeah. he's so good at drums yeah but uh that that shit is amazing though dude, and you should absolutely dude if you need like uh you know on the side if if you need any kind of video strategy
1: shit, please feel free to hit me up oh, I'll be hitting you up yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm, I'm getting, gonna be i'm gonna be cashing in some favors on your ass i'm
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting yeah. a little better at it at you yeah. know, like like planning and you know fucking nobody has any money, you yeah. know like nobody has any money, and you can make it look expensive if you do the right shit, you know and
1: And you can do it well cheap now. You know what I mean? Like uh, maybe five, six years ago, it was really hard to get a good video. You know what I mean? Like, but now the technology's caught up, you know, but so, like, how have you, I wanted to ask like about your job and all that stuff. I mean, you are allowed, obviously you work from home. It looks like. Yeah. Now, I mean, do you get stoked about the projects you're working on? Like you, I mean, not like music, but is it fulfilling? Like what you're doing? Yeah. With work stuff. Well,
2: it depends. You know, it's hit or miss, dude. Like, like, um, I just started actually, I've been freelance forever.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, um, I, I was in this band called softkill
3: kill.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, that band, they, they're a Portland band. They were doing, they're doing pretty well. They're bigger. And so I, I was having a tour with them, like Metallica pretty much. Like that's what, they, when I joined, I was like, fuck this band's going to be gone a lot. So, uh,
1: you know,
0: so you were I, expecting to have a, you were expecting to get have a guy give you, put a robe on you, yeah,
1: by, off the stage.
0: You I, at, no. That's what you pictured, you envisioned <laughs> that. Well,
2: at least like at least like a wet sock on my like you know dick and balls maybe, <laughs> but
1: someone to scrub you down real quick. Yeah, or baby powder, some corn yeah, syrup, yeah. oh,
0: oh, oh, Imagine being a just a baby powder, person. powder <laughs> person. Oh my god! Oh my god! We need to write a movie, and that that's a character. Are you bringing up baby powder for?
2: Have 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 you guys ever played with fucking uh pentagram? No, ha, like played with the, the band?
1: Yeah, like like, no, like no, I've right seen them, I saw them. But
2: do you know what goes on on stage <laughs> with baby powder? No,
1: I guess I don't. No, okay, let me fill you in. So, <laughs> Steve,
2: actually, on that Europe tour, Bearditzy played with this band Banquet and Pentagram at the uh. What's it called? The the Vienna Theater, or it's like the Vienna Theater is like four venues in one, and we played the main hall with them, which it didn't get super full. There was like maybe 500 people there, but it fits like 2,000 maybe. Mm. But Pentagram played, and I can't remember. I, maybe we were main support or some shit. We cleared the room because it was like a bunch of like rocker stoner kids, and we were playing like atonal, depressing
1: shit. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um but like how I, I, ancestors would clear a room, no problem.
3: <laughs> it would awesome. have
2: cleared less
1: of the room less there. of the room,
2: yeah. Yeah, less of the room. Yeah. Uh it would have been this much more fun. But like we cleared the fucking place and I left my like transformer for the sampler we had on stage. It was like an ammo case and all the shit, you know, I had the like euro adapter. So I had to go get it after Pentagram set while we were packing up. And I fucking busted my ass on stage because they cover the stage in baby powder so Bobby can do the like boogie dance. That's okay. real. It's a... <laughs> That's real. And, and while we're here, I'm gonna try to put this up to the camera. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking throw down this awesome photo. Please of that show. Um, but I thought maybe. <laughs> That's what you're referring to. You no, know? no.
1: I just, and baby it, powder is generally nice on your nutsack. I mean, it's, it's fucking. It's great. It, it, dude, I gold bomb
2: my shit on tour. Oh, and,
1: and and a pinch, cornstarch. It's fucking. In a pinch, cornstarch. And a pinch, dude. It's Absolutely. fucking it. Shit works, dude.
2: Yeah. I, see, I miss that kind of shit. Yeah. I miss that kind of shit. Yeah. But I have the baby most. Baby powder person. Fuck, dude. This is the best picture of all time. <laughs> and it's after their set backstage at this place. Oh, dude, I'm coming up on it. Okay, okay, we're almost there. We're almost there. We're <laughs> The Pentagram had it removed a couple times. Okay, I'm gonna put this up here. Focus. I don't know if the, you guys can see that. Okay, you gotta get that. That's there. Bobby right there. that okay. Brian and I. Yep, yep. He's all partied out. He's got like pill jars down here. Yep. Like, yep. Sequin gold pants on. Yes. And he's on the phone, like, <laughs> you know, trying to like get some like young fucking yeah try to him. get himself me too getting me too pre <laughs> right me too too. but you can also his like weird little fucking you know unit yes. is like popping out of the right whole thing. and we're just giving him a thumbs up right here we're like yeah he didn't even like like acknowledge
1: that we were there <laughs> he didn't even know you were taking the picture <laughs> so sick so sick yeah dude <laughs> What a fucking absolute mess of a human, man! I mean, he's
2: such a fucking mess, dude. Wow. He like, sat down to eat next to us before the set, like after sound check, and he had all these weird band aids all over his hands, like you know from God knows what. Yeah. And he had this turkey, and he was cutting the turkey, and I was like, "Dude, I gotta go." It just like it looked exactly like the thing, and like I was just, I don't like to use the word triggered, but like, he's gonna eat ham,
1: bro dude you know what it's weird because you see a guy like that that's like such a legend right and yeah. he's a really just a piece of shit that just didn't make it because he ended up being a piece of shit you know what i mean yeah. like heroin addict but then you see like dickie from blue cheer who we played with and i was i had never been more impressed with a fucking 70 year old man
3: that's in my
1: entire I mean, life i mean that fucking dude was like coherent and on it and fucking funny and like he was like we've been touring for 42 years I was like oh my god <laughs> you know what I mean like and then I rolled I rolled him it was like us annihilation time and blue cheer a joint I <laughs> rolled him a joint and he goes he goes hey man I smoked them bones in days and like you know what I mean and you're like what the fuck man like and then they went on stage and completely blew us out of the water blew annihilation time out of the water did a 30 minute fucking Hendrix medley you know what i mean and killed it killed Whoa. it you know and 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 it's like and he might have been a piece of shit but he was like classy like a classy motherfucker like chuck berry level classy although we know chuck berry's not classy right, but right, you yeah. know he had that vibe <inaudible> about him where you're like dude this dude is pure you're yeah. fucking gold right now you know
2: what dude that's uh, so sick i mean i expect that that
1: band's rad not gold <laughs> is that what you're saying?
0: I got so wasted at that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got proper. so wasted. I think I had to leave that show. Yeah.
1: Well, we got in trouble because El Barbaro played. Oh, oh that's God.
0: right. Right? Okay. Right. And so and for... you guys are puking on stage.
1: Yeah. So El Barbaro plays, which is Pat Bailey, Mike Doan. Yeah. Oh, and, I and, remember El Barbaro. Right. So, but Pat Doan is on straight up acid or mushrooms or something. He
2: was at the smell show too. That he always
1: on. was. And I think he's, I think he's gone on heroin now, but. Oh, uh, no. yeah, I love really, that. dude Really bad. But <laughs> we're playing and I'm a fat long haired dude. And he's also a fat long haired dude. And Mike's playing and he's all Bleh! and just fucking pukes all over the stage. And they're the first band. Right. So then we play, it's all cleaned up, whatever. We go back to the fucking Velvet Jones. Maybe what a six months later, a year later, and this fucking guy is pissed at me, and I'm like, I'm all like real like a dickhead. He's being short, you know, and I'm like, bro, what the fuck, you know what I mean? And I think Scheimer, you might have been the one that informed me. Hey, they think that you're the guy that puked all over the stage. I Hey man, that was another fat dude. Like that's a different <laughs> fat guy, man. Like, yeah, I'm
0: like. <laughs> Because it, it was probably, you guys were <laughs> probably playing some numbskull show after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was probably like, I'm like, yo, yeah, what the fuck's it doing? Like, oh, that fucking guy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, nah. No, <laughs> dude, they thought
1: I was a, I thought, I, I was a, I fucking, I've almost puked a lot of times. <laughs> like, yo, they think but I've never oh, done
2: me it. Too. Yeah. Me too. And also, by the way, like, we're all so interchangeable because we all sort of look exactly like oh, someone yeah. else in a band. Yeah you'd be skinny and like tattooed and glasses yeah. like fucking 20
1: yeah. it's like yeah. fat guy tattoos and beard yeah okay fucking like, no problem like, yeah you're yeah. the guy you know yeah oh
2: yeah I've been I've had a lot oh. of shit
1: yeah they do. they were they thought I I, I was like some guys a dickhead you know like what the fuck like we played here 10 times I've never had a problem with this dude you know and then it come to find out he thinks I'm the guy that fucking ruined the whole entire
2: stage Totally. totally. <laughs> That's, I've thought about El Barbero in a minute. I wanted to actually. I wanted to produce a band until that was the first one where I was like, dude, mm-hmm. if I could get an engineer, would you guys let me help work on that? And I, Mike was just gone.
1: They wouldn't let you help if even they if you could. But I, mean, I just, adored that band. Pat Bailey is the best human on earth. One of the coolest fucking drummers you'll ever watch play. But they were rad. You know, he just that that fucking whole band is a mess anyway, yeah, or probably. was a mess. And but the record is in incredible it's so God good damn it's good it, it's so one of those good. like one of those classic ventura bands that would have never that never got anywhere they should have right. it's like Sierra
2: thungle yeah. and fucking
1: celtic it, frost
2: it, yeah t- t- totally mm-hmm. but like i always felt like they would have gone somewhere and uh that's
1: and, how ventura, ventura's got that vibe dude know you know what is. i mean like I, I mean how many amazing bands from ventura you're like they never done, what the fuck dude Dude, if I get
2: anywhere making music videos, I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that I will fund and go to great lengths to make a doc about Ventura bands because it's such a quiet secret. Like there's been so, and it's all you guys, first of all, it's all like adjacent, you know, it's everybody, you know, it's all been incestuous and shit, but there's been way too many good Ventura bands. Yeah. Like way too many. it's like, we can get all these fucking docs about Seattle, Chicago, all this other shit. No one's talked about Ventura, and there's yeah.
1: been bait- well because you know the Nardcore thing is what it is, you know. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, and obviously the Nardcore scene is still thriving, still killer, yeah. you know. But there's a whole other fucking genre of and a world out of Ventura that some of the most talented motherfuckers you've ever seen yeah. I mean, come from this town. It's it's
0: you know, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see what comes out of everywhere.
1: Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. but I mean, like John C. Alone has like literally like given birth to like 200 people. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. he's just like he just like craps them out and you're like fuck yeah. dude
1: yeah detoxy dude have you heard detoxy so good fucking great dude
2: i've never stopped paying attention to ventura like if i miss something i always come back to it and i'm like damn here it is again another fucking good band dude so yeah. wild
1: it's crazy. i don't know it's something weird about the fucking area you know but then you also you just got people that just love to do it and don't give a shit if it does what it you know what i mean or maybe something about the beach that you just you've got no motivation to fucking run outside of the out of that area i don't know i don't know what it is
2: i think it's just like the right position like you know what i mean it's like there's poor people that also will hustle down shit there's the beach there's like a serious community and like everybody's smart and fucking knows good art and music and it's just kind of the right combination of things i've always been in love with it
1: i I mean i've been a lot of places and i'd still rather live here you know that's i would rather live there dude (laughs) come on down down,
2: dude i'm trying if with this work from home home shit, still technically supposed to be here so i'm like working in an office but like the way shit's going man i don't understand why the fuck uh you know why i can't move yeah yeah yeah, i hate living here like it's fine you know but dude, it's a fucking mess man like and, and it's sad as fuck dude like the, the homeless shit is it literally wrecks me every day
1: right because i hear i hear about it a lot on like podcasts and shit you know there's been a mass exodus of like big podcasters and shit that and comedians and all these people yeah. that have moved and then and like the number one thing they talk about is like the insanity of the homeless like it's homeless problems down there
2: fucking heartbreaking yeah. It's fucking heartbreaking, dude. And like you're not allowed to be homeless legally here. Oh, this torch died. Um, you're not allowed to be homeless. You know what I mean? Like they'll fucking relocate you, arrest you, do whatever the fuck they have here. You yeah. know? And yeah, yeah, it's 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 just too much. It's it, it kills me. I mean, well, I mean, it's... There's
0: there's there's way too many homeless people for there not to be a a a solution to that. Like a viable mm-hmm. solution of helping. Like it's like the population is too large, of the amount yep. of homeless people, for it to just be like <clears throat> a simple fix. <clears throat> like they need to build buildings. Yep. Like build tall fucking buildings that are dedicated to taking care of that problem. Absolutely. Right. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? Like there should be a fucking building, a building, a fucking high rise. In fucking LA, that is dedicated to fixing homelessness.
2: Well, yeah, and and that and
0: that that will never happen. Well,
2: because the private sector is the only one trying to do that, and they don't have the
1: funding for it.
3: Government,
2: they wouldn't
1: give the funding. You think of fucking any uh fucking neo fucking liberal like you know could or a conservative is going to hand money for a skyscraper for homeless people. No, no. way, dude. <laughs> it's not happening, dude. Not
2: a fucking chance, dude. And
1: Keep them like... on the off ramps, dude. You know what I mean? I can yeah. drive by them at a hundred miles an hour. in My fucking Tesla. When was know? the last
2: time you guys got, you guys were out here? Like
1: I was out. Uh, I did the stranger things drive through about a month ago and I was fucking shocked at the homeless. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like the, and just getting off on uh what did we get off on? Los Angeles. Right. and i was like holy shit it looks scary like it was in the 90s like
2: it's worse than the it 90s. made me
1: uncomfortable dude like yeah. you know and i'm i you know I, I like homeless people but i mean you got like full encampments moving into the streets and shit i had to right. don't go yeah. around tents and shit i was like what yeah. the fuck is happening here man
0: yeah. everywhere Fuckin'.
2: everywhere they're everywhere they're here like they were never here now they're lined up down here and then like even off the beaten paths and stuff following the freeway.
1: And oh, the, yeah.
2: It's just a it's tent city forever. And, like, I mean, it's so fucking sad. And, like, dude, okay, so.
1: Do for, you still have empathy or are you at the point where like, get the fuck out of the way?
2: No, no, no I feel so bad for him. Yeah, dude. yeah. I feel so bad for him. I never have a confrontation with him, ever. Yeah. I, I Like, I only have empathy. And, like, on Christmas, I was, like, handing out pizzas to him. This is the funny part. It is L.A., so, you, you know. Keep that in mind when I tell you this. I'm, like, going around to tents, and I'm, like, pizza, pizza. And it was, like, people were just, like, I'm good, bro. And, like, in my mind, (laughs) I'm, like, are these motherfuckers vegan? You know what I mean? Like, is that real? Are they thinking about gluten? Like, that could be a real thing, dude. I got a gluten allergy, bro. It makes me all bloated. (laughs) I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. Hey, man, you never know. Dude, the other weird part about the whole thing is, like, a couple months ago, I got, like, a... I signed up for Food Not Bombs and I was like trying to volunteer and like, listen to me flex. But no, but like, flex it uh, right now, dude. Totally. I was like, I signed up for them and then they sent me a LA Food Bank box, like full of fucking food, like a bo- like no marks on it whatsoever, no return address. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I, I don't need this. I, you know, I'm lucky enough to have a job. But on top of that, separately, was this fucking giant brick of government cheese, like liquid yellow, like an actual brick, (laughs) like an actual weird yellow brick of fucking cheese, man. It blew my mind. Yeah. Like I did not order it. I have no, and then I called the food bank. I was like, yo, you got to pick this up. Like, you know, like I can't do anything with this. Like I've tried to give food to homeless people directly. They reject it. Like, I don't know what you want. It's going to go to waste. I, I really don't understand this. Like but you crazy. you
1: obviously didn't grow up on welfare because I understand it. You know, no, I
2: mean, I do understand yeah, it for yeah. sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like- but it, it's weird because it's like, you know, obviously people down on their luck. You know, I don't think anyone fucking chooses to be homeless. No. But it is a, it's a drug problem 90% of the time, I think. And I mean, obviously there's mental health involved, you know, and that spawns drugs and all that stuff. For but- sure. You know, it's you know the problem is, is you can fucking get food anywhere. You know, we're this is America, dude.
3: Yeah. Every
1: dumpster on earth has food in it. You know, I used to dive totally. dumpster dive when I was a kid and all that oh, shit. Yeah. You know, and fucking we'd hit Trader Joe's and find re- perfectly good shit all the time. Oh, for but sure. you know what? What really needs to be addressed in the, in the and especially in LA is the drug the drug problem. You it's, know, and rather because a lot of the shelters won't take people in if they're on drugs. No, I know. You know what I mean? So it's like you need to. You need to tackle the mental health. You need to tackle the fucking drug problem in this country. And then you can start fucking asking bigger questions. But until you do that and you try to provide people help and even, you know, even then they might not take it, you know, cause well, even then, it, now, now dealing with members of my own family that have been fucked up forever. It's like, you see where it ends or where it can, yeah. you know, all with all the help in the world, it still don't work, you know? Um, but you have to attack that problem first. And, You know, even I I don't think Garcetti, you know, it's not even on his fucking docket. You know what I mean? No,
2: dude. And and they have to decriminalize it, dude. They have to. Yeah, I think that's an answer. Portland got it. It's the only proven way where instead of incarceration, we can move towards like rehabilitation. Right.
1: If you were to stick a fraction of that money into rehabilitation, you could probably save a lot of fucking money.
2: County rehab here is a fucking nightmare. I am a I I was a frequent flyer to the county rehab system. (laughs) It's fucking devastating. Yeah. It's so hard to get sober afterwards and stay sober. Like I, luckily I, I did it the last time, but it's I, I, top to down. It's like a whole nother three hours of conversation, but they treat you like total shit here. There is no rehabilitation for it. Like they set you up for failure, yeah. you know, and then you, you catch a case or a possession. You have to go there again, or you're going to jail. Right. Second one, you're definitely going to prison. It's wild, dude. It's it's wild. It doesn't it's just highly unnecessary. It's just this Reagan leftover bullshit fucking rhetoric, you know, like and and they're not criminals, dude. They're fucking sick, man. You know?
1: Yeah. It's It's weird. If you were to look at like what happens in other countries and how they address a problem and not I don't think anyone has it completely fucking nailed, you know, but there's so many better ways you could attack this shit than yeah than what's happening. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: dude. Dude, it, it, even still, you look at like Spain and Portugal and shit, where they're right. already criminalizing it, and the the rehabilitation rate's super
1: high. Right. You know. Yeah, because once it's not like a a thing that's um, a secret little like you know what I mean, like yeah. like you know kids are raised in in like Europe, they drink at sixteen. And it's not. A, I mean, uh, there's some drunks out there, but you know it's not it's such a fucking big deal. You know what I mean? It's just that like Christian Protestant fucking like you know shit that's been built into this country it's really yeah, weird man it's gonna take Bo- a long time to get away from that stuff i think it's
2: just that, dude not everybody's gonna go out and be like yeah i want to go get fucking hooked on meth or heroin like that's not the way it works
1: dude no
2: you know you will well gonna- and the
1: majority of it is like someone got hurt someone got fucking addicted to vikes and now someone's yeah. fucking out of vikes and they're looking for oxies, and now someone's fucking off oxies and they're looking for Anything that's going to fucking help. You know what I mean? That's basically it, what? Yeah. That happened to me. There, there it goes, man. Yeah. There it goes. So, I mean, I I know you're not completely sober, but you're obviously clean. I mean, yeah. clean, right?
2: Yeah. I don't I do not do like narcotics or uh, like I don't drink anymore, Um, but I smoke hella weed and I do psychedelics. Yeah. You
1: know? even and you, you like, found a happy medium with that.
2: Yeah, totally. And even ketamine. I actually went to the ketamine treatment centers out here. I don't know if you know, they
1: have those. Yes, I do. Yeah.
2: Uh, it was tight dude it changed my whole shit it really
1: did it changed it my really whole- did help with like depression and all the the addiction dude, and stuff, all that
2: dude it was so fucking rad it mm. just like opened everything like it really it took a while you know what i mean to like start to mentally shift and feel like some of the trauma and shit i had like you know my childhood and all this other bullshit wow. kind of come to the surface and then it was weird. I was like, I'm making peace with it while I was like in this k-hole, hmm. and just over time, it just started like rewiring me, man. Pretty wild, dude. Pretty How many treatments wild. did you do? I only did a couple because, dude. Honestly, it's so expensive. And then I'm I, just, sure. I just started doing it like getting the street drugs, <laughs> back to the basics. Well, yeah, but like you know what? Like, there's a lot of dudes out here that sell them because LA. They're like, I'm a shaman. You know what I mean? Like. like yeah. <laughs> You know, like, you do some DMT, like, all this Joe Rogan shit, like... Oh, yeah, dude. do your DMT, do your ketamine, and then, you know, like, you do it ritualistically. It's not like you're out at a fucking rave partying. It's like, you you really, you do this in, like, this meditative practice where, like, you're looking for, like, the repair, you know? I have a totally different outlook on it now, and it's like, for a while, I was doing it a little bit more in succession, and now I've pulled back, and I'm like, okay, when I need I feel like I need to, like you know, check out and go to this place. I will, but I, I've pulled back on the whole thing. And I, you know, I microdose mushrooms and all that bullshit. And it's great. Yeah, I love it.
1: Yeah, I well, fuck, I man. It. I mean, I'm glad to see it, man. I mean, you know, it's you know, for all of us that you know we all struggle with that shit in different ways, you know. And yeah. I just, I, you know, so many years where I was just so worried about you, dude. Oh, dude, thanks, glad man. to see you pulled your head out of you know out of your ass. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I, I totally, dude. Actually, I just realized, and I I totally forgot. It's been
2: nine years, like back on the eleventh of this month. It's been nine years since I, you know,
1: yeah, had like a habit. It's beautiful, man. Um, yeah, dude. well, fuck, dude. Thanks for coming on the pod, man. I mean, you the, you fuck I love the pod.
2: Yeah, I'm so proud of you guys, and and uh, you know, if you guys need anything from me, you're like hit me up. And you, I think it's just really important that we. Look after each other and like make sure our culture doesn't disappear. Yeah, you know. And y- you guys are dads, so you're cooler than me. So if you need anything from me, you want to talk videos or whatever the fuck it is, and like if you got some ideas, Shimer going, and like rebooting all this stuff. If, if you get an idea of how to, you know, go back into it stronger, dude. I'm here for you both, for real. All right, word, bro. Thanks, I love bro. Yeah. man. Yeah, love I you. fucking love it. Yeah, I love you, God. dudes, God. and I like the podcast. I'm so yeah,
1: happy God. it's God. around. All right, Hey, where can people follow you and your bands and all that? Give us, a, uh, give us a something.
2: Oh, yeah. I got Glare Music um, on Instagram and all that bullshit. We have a record coming out on the 10th of April. Uh, death Crux. Uh, there's no A in death. Um, and uh, Buried at C obviously, is around. And then I have some new stuff coming out. Uh, you know. my my You can go always follow me at Grim Queefer and you'll see a bunch of That's my right.
1: stuff. That's everywhere. right. That's what that's what I was waiting for. That's the what I wanted. Creeper, yeah. The Grim Queefer, dude. Iconic. <laughs> which is one of the best Instagram handles I've seen in a long time.
2: can not change it ever, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't please don't. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I love you, brother. Thanks I so much.
2: Love I love you talk too. To so
3: good to hang. All
2: right, later.
1: All
3: right. Later. Later. Bro. later, man. Fuck later, yeah. Later.